Welcome to this week's episode of the Modern Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cook. Today's episode is all about how you can capture awesome ideas by running a brainstorm in a virtual world. It's different than how you'd run one in person, but it can be done and done well. So hang with me. Fun fact about pandemic life. Zoom fatigue is real. And not just real, but widely prevalent, intense, and completely new, according to Psychiatric Times. Although we might be avoiding Zoom these days when an email, or even a phone call, is it 1986 again, will suffice. But there's one place where video conferencing still shines, and that's the good old-fashioned brainstorm. When I picture brainstorms of years past, I see images of big tables full of candy and fidget toys and pens and post-its galore. Old-school brainstorming was creative and connective and interactive, all things difficult but not impossible to recreate virtually. Today we'll talk about some virtual brainstorming strategies I've seen work really well, and then hopefully you'll give one a try. First, choose your occasion wisely. Back when our biggest workplace woe was a vending machine out of Diet Coke, many of us took brainstorming sessions for granted. But in a virtual world, it's harder to organize, facilitate, and get people engaged. That's why brainstorms shouldn't be a catch-all for any group conversation. Often what you're looking for is, well, a meeting. Brainstorms are a very specific brand of discussion, in which a collective of creative voices, ideas, and opinions are necessary inputs to achieve a valuable output. Because of challenges like Zoom fatigue and burnout, I urge you to be stingy with your brainstorming sessions. They are a fabulous enabler of ideas and solutions, so do use them, but do so strategically and with clear intention. What are some great occasions to host a brainstorming session? Use them when you need to add or refine product features, define a path in a sticky situation, or solve a complex problem. These and many other scenarios call for a variety of perspectives in which there are no right or wrong answers, but only ideas. In contrast, many other occasions don't call for a brainstorm, like when you need approval or alignment, when you need receipt of a message or direction, or you need feedback on a mostly baked idea. These are not brainstorming moments. They're meetings with a much more defined outcome. See the difference? Next, figure out the specific problem you want to address. Okay, so you figure that your solution calls for a brainstorming session. Now it's time to make sure everyone who comes to the brainstorm is on the same page before you begin by creating a statement that lays out the specific problem and how you need to tackle it. Your problem statement might be something like, We're losing market share on X product, and we need to find new features to attract millennial customers. Or here's another example. This client wasn't happy with our last deliverable, and we need to redefine how we're engaging with them. One of your goals is to keep the session short, because fatigue, while maximizing what you take away from it. A clear problem statement allows you to invite your brainstorming participants to get the creative juices flowing ahead of the actual session. Next, assign some pre-work to get things rolling. Now that you've stated the problem or opportunity, it's time to let participants know you're looking forward to a collaborative discussion and invite them to jot down some early ideas and send them your way. 
you can do some analysis ahead of the session. Did you spot any common themes? Any particular ideas you're interested in having the group build upon? Share your findings at the beginning of the brainstorming session. This will give you a strong foundation from which to build. Next, get creative with tech. Love it or hate it, video conferencing technology is definitely your friend in a virtual brainstorm. It allows you to create purposeful connection amongst participants, but you have to understand how to engage them. When I used to run in-person meetings with leadership teams, I was always intentional about switching up the activities every 30 minutes or so. I'd facilitate a breakout, then we'd do a quick poll, and then I'd have people plot post-it notes around the room and more. Keeping things changing and moving is a great way to keep adults engaged. According to the Harvard Business Review, if you don't sustain a continual expectation of meaningful involvement, people will retreat into that alluring observer role. So take the time to learn the features of whatever platform you're using and make the session engaging. Some tactics you might try. Use polls to test out early ideas. Use small group breakouts to create mini competitions between your participants. Use a whiteboard to replicate a poster board people can plot virtual post-it notes on. Or use voting to prioritize or stack rank. Of course, talking is part of any brainstorm as well. But using technology can keep participants from slipping into the shadows without contributing. Next, establish norms that serve your purpose. A brainstorm isn't successful because of how smart its participants are, but because of how much freedom and space their voices are given. A client once told me this story about a packaging company that was struggling with productivity. Their products had to be wrapped in newspaper before being shipped. But often, as employees were packaging product, they'd accidentally start reading the newspaper, losing precious packing minutes. These minutes added up to lost productivity. One day, the leadership team was brainstorming solutions to this distraction problem, and one executive said, well, what if we just poke their eyes out? Of course, he was not serious. The question was absurd and meant to add a little humor. But it triggered a new line of thinking. Eventually, the company established a partnership with a nonprofit organization that finds jobs for blind people. Is this story true? I am honestly not sure. But it's a great illustration of the importance of free-flowing ideas. As the facilitator, what norms can you put in place to ensure that all ideas get voiced, without judgment, and everyone has a chance to speak? Here are a few you might consider. Use the improv rule of yes and. It means that ideas are never knocked down, but only built upon. And don't worry, they can get voted down later, just not during the brainstorm. Use the two or one or five minute rule. Ask people to limit themselves to two minutes at a time, even if they need to stop mid-thought. They can finish on their next turn. This challenges people to be concise and ensures that everyone gets a chance to speak. You can try using a round-robin technique. Circle around the Zoom participants, calling on each person as you go. If someone isn't ready, they can pass, but this is a great way to prevent introverts from getting overlooked. What other norms will help keep you on track? And finally, close out thoughtfully. Save a few minutes at the end of your scheduled session to check in on the process. How did it feel for everyone? What worked well and what might you skip next time? Do they have any other tactics to recommend?
the best answer to how do I host a great virtual brainstorm is the answer that your own participants give you. When scheduled for the right occasion and with the right people, brainstorms are a fabulous tool. Don't be intimidated by them. Just be open to learning as you go. And there you have my thoughts on running a fabulous virtual brainstorm. Do you have a question I can answer? Check out my bio for all the ways you can reach me. You can also check out my website at leadabovenoise.com or follow me on the Modern Mentor Podcast page on LinkedIn, where I share exclusive videos, articles, and bits of inspiration. Join me next week for an episode all about setting professional resolutions for 2021. Until then, thanks so much for listening and have a successful week.